This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and 5X. Try it. What's the best that can happen? Learn more at TaylorMadeGolf.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully. Good morning, Canada. Welcome inside GTC. Scully here in studio, Zacchino and Weeks off today. This is a part of our Year in Review series as we take a look back at the year that was in 2023. A reminder, we are back live here on TSN 1050 starting Monday, February 5th, Season 14 of Golf Talk Canada. will get underway Monday, February 5th. That's when our two our shows will resume both Monday and Wednesday. So looking forward to being back live here on GTC. I've really enjoyed our year in review series thus far, taking a look back at the men's major season in 2023 and looking back at some of the great moments of the year, of course, highlighted by one Nick Taylor. What a moment that was back at the RBC Canadian Open And we've got some great feedback, too, on social media about some of the predictions we made for 2024. And let's just say we had some bold ones, to say the least. But today's show, it's all about travel. And here in the GTA, where we are obviously taping this show, it's a little cold. And you might be thinking, hey, it's time to start planning a trip to go play golf somewhere in 2024 and throughout the next hour we're going to take a look back at some of the interviews we did from a travel perspective in 2023 of course last year we ran an Irish travel special now Ireland is one of the top golf destinations in the world I've had the chance to go twice and Royal Portrush is hosting the Open Championship once again in 2025 so we'll hear from a couple of golf courses in Ireland as well here close to the GTA Cobble Beach we're going to chat with Warren Thomas from Cobble Beach too a little later in the show but for people not in Canada when they think of some of the top golf courses in our nation, immediately the thought goes to Cabot. And Cabot, to say the least, if you haven't been before, is pure brilliance. Now, Bob and I got to go to Cabot on an Adidas trip back in October, and we got very lucky the two days we played, both Cabot Links and Cabot Cliffs, because the weather, well, let's just say was remarkable 24 degrees and sunny both days you never ever see that really anywhere in Canada that time of year in early October and in during our second day at Cabot Links our last six holes zero wind which is hard to believe because you know I was talking to Bob on our way to Gabbett and he was saying he's been there probably 15 times or so and he's played in pretty much every possible season and temperature I don't think he's actually been snowed on but he's played in some gale force winds and Cabot Links, Cabot Cliffs there's a lot of great things not only on the golf course there but off it too 
to learn much more about Cabot Cape Breton, I had a chance to catch up with Ted Stonehouse. All right, Ted, great to be here at Cabot. Uh, for those who aren't aware, how long have you been here at Cabot? Uh, this is my eighth year, so it's gone, uh, gone quick ever since we were just about to open Cabot uh, Cliffs in 2016. I came in that fall 2015. Okay, so the last time I was here was in 2016, right when the cliffs opened. And for those who haven't been on property before, uh, they've seen the Instagram shots, they've seen the, the jaw-dropping sights and scenes that is Cabot. Uh, how would you best describe Cabot as a whole? Uh, Cabot Cliffs, uh, I would say, is, you know, it's that beautified, it is, you know, uh, a type of golf course that you're going to play and the views are wildly dramatic. Yeah. It's got a lot of elevation change. It's a big, big golf course. You're going to play dunes and you're going to play up on the cliffs and it's, uh, it's really remarkable. The Lynx side would be much more what I would classify as true traditional Lynx, Scottish Lynx style golf. Mm. Both courses are all fescue uh, greens, teens, uh, tees, and fairways. Uh, so you're getting that firm rolling out. You got to bounce it short of the green type of play. The link side will just play a little more true traditional, uh, feel a little bit more Scottish and Irish. It'll have that little bit more rustic feather and, and, and fescue and, uh, sorry, feather reed and all that good mm -hmm. stuff. The Miram will see a little bit more president at, over at the cliff side in the dunes hole. So right. it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. Well, that I found standing on the first tee at Cabot Links, I felt Royal County down. Yes. And I, I've been there twice before. I'm not sure if you've been, but it's it, it feels like it's crazy that we're in Canada because it's seriously, it's like we're in Ireland or Scotland right now. Yeah, it's, uh, and that's what we really feel is the, the link side. And, and the better players will tend to gravitate to Cabot Links right. just because of the shot value. You keep that ball low. You got to run it into the greens. Uh, it's just the, the wind, wind swept uh, the property and uh, it is very, very true traditional Scottish links for sure. Now both Cabot Links and Cabot Cliffs, it's risen up the, the world rankings mm -hmm. in an absolutely meteoric <laughs> state. What's that like for you managing that? Because when people come to Cabot, their expectations are, are through the roof. Uh, you know, we're pretty well blessed that we've had two incredible architects, Rod Whitman, and Cora Crenshaw. Mm -hmm. the, those firms have done a magical job with Ben Cowandour picking these great properties to build these, these magical places yeah. on. Uh, and then we're just really in the wake of what they've created and just trying to create great service, make people feel at home, welcome, uh, and yet have a great, great Scottish experience in, in true sense. Right. So, I mean, it's, you've risen up the rankings so quickly. How do you keep trying to improve and, and make this place even more special? Yeah, that's, that's a real good question. What we find is that, uh, you know, Ben has always instilled in all of us to say, make sure the guest experience and journey is what it's all about. And if that means rerouting the golf course, it means rerouting the golf course. If you can imagine Ben Cowandour, uh, the golf course was ranked in the top 100. And he rerouted the golf course to make it better, and and it's and he's done it three times, and every time he did it, the the rankings at Cabot Links that is uh, increased, and uh, not that we're planning to do that, yeah, either, yeah. But that just gives you an example of what he'll do to make sure that the product is is where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, we're adding services, we're adding great people. Uh, Mike Johnson and mm -hmm. Kendall uh, is our our general manager, Kendall yeah. Clancy. You know, these folks coming in are helping us to elevate the service levels, 
um, the experience that the guests are going to have. And, and, you know, we've got lots of capital, great capital projects on the go. Uh, there's a lot of exciting things happening at Cliffs there with the new clubhouse. Once that gets rolling, we're looking to maybe do a big putting complex Ooh. and some exciting things on the practice facility too. And uh, one thing I haven't experienced but am tonight is <laughs> yes. the nest. Uh, yeah. Walk us through the decision making on uh, a creating the nest and, and tell us what it's all about. Uh, well, the nest was designed for a number of factors. One, uh, to get people to be able to warm up and play that, that again, true Scottish links. You've hmm. got to bump and run it. You can't fly it onto those greens and anticipate that you're going to have great success. There's right. a lot of undulation. Whitman, Axlin designed that in purpose of playing that bump and run. Uh, we have it for that purpose and also for those who can't play you know, 36, but they want to play more than just 18. They don't want to end. And it's perched up on the hill. You got beautiful views up there and, uh, and people will take advantage of it from that perspective. And then we did the night golf for the falls. Our days get pretty short mm -hmm. in the fall and we want to keep activities happening for those folks. So having the night golf, turning the lights on and just up there having a blast, it's pretty jammed there every night. And, yeah. uh, and the folks on site have a wonderful time. So we run that in the fall. So that's during the night, and one thing I experienced staying here for the first time this morning was the view outside the hotel room, outside your window. You wake up, and my jaw was on the floor instantly. Uh, tell us about some of the accommodations and, and what, what they're all about, because people you know, come to Cabot, they come, they stay, they play, maybe they play you know, for a couple of days, but yeah. tell us what the hotels are all about. Yeah, 72 hotel rooms, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether they're double or king rooms. We also have our original villas, which are along number mm -hmm. one at Cabot Links. Yep. The, the one thing that, that Mr. Kaiser, uh, Mike Kaiser and Ben Cowendour have always focused on is making that golf course first. Right. And then everything will come in afterwards and you get the golf course right and then build out. So every room has a view of the golf course and water. And that's, that's pretty important yeah. and, and a, a bit of a staple to what we've seen Cabot do to date. Um, so the, on the Lynx side, that's where the main hotel and restaurants are with the uh, lodge rooms as well as the villas. And then we've created three new sections of homes. So we have the Cliffs Residence along number 11 at Cliffs. Mm. We have the Dunes Cottages, which are down located along one and eight. Yep. And then we have the Hillside Homes, which is up above the practice facility. And all of those are wonderful if you have a, a you know, couples coming in or if you have a, a group of guys on buddy's trip. They're amazing because you have that place to gather. Yeah. And they're just really out of this world, the way they've uh, amenitized them and, uh, and the locations of them. They're, they're just beautiful units. And before we wrap here, for you, what's your favorite aspect about being here at Cabot? Uh, besides the guys that come off the shuttles and do a sprawled eagle and kiss the 18th green <laughs> right here, uh, it, 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 it is really the guests and the, mm -hmm. the guest experience and being able to watch so many people come off the golf courses with just these great big smiles, regardless of the wind and rains coming sideways or whether it's just a glorious day like it is today. Mm -hmm. um, they just have a, have a wonderful, wonderful time. Well, Ted, thanks so yeah. much for your time today. Can't wait to get on the links uh, in a little bit. Yeah. Wonderful. Good, good to have you here. Many thanks to Ted for joining us on Golf Talk Canada. I've got to speak with Ted, of course, right before playing Cabot Links. And I, I can't wait to get back to Cabot and get to enjoy the brilliance that is that property. And like I said before, I don't think we'll ever get weather like we did. It was two days on that property that I'll never forget. Can't wait to get back to Cabot, hopefully very soon. 
when GTC comes back, we're going to turn our attention to some of the great golf courses in Ireland, starting with the K Club, who hosted the Irish Open in 2023. We'll learn all about the K Club when we come back here on our GTC Travel Special. This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and 5X. Try it. What's the best that can happen? This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Caddy Time, the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to find affordable, qualified caddies to any round. Visit caddytime.com. Download the app or talk to your PGA professional today. Welcome back inside our GTC Travel Special. I'm Adam Scully. This is a part of our Year in Review series. Now, we just learned all about Cabot, one of the great golf destinations, not only in Canada, but in the world. And the first time I went to Cabot, this was many moons ago, back in 2016, I was standing on the first tee at Cabot Links, and I thought, hmm, this kind of feels like Northern Ireland. And that's where we're going for our next two interviews with golf courses in Ireland. Now, in September, we aired an Irish travel special talking about some of the great golf courses in Ireland. And there are many. I've had the chance to go to Ireland twice on two different golf trips back in 2014. And I was there in 2019 as well. Got to play 10 courses in the span of 12 days and then went to the Open Championship at Royal Portrush just as a fan, which uh, were memories that I will never, ever forget. And one of the interviews we ran in our Irish travel special was all about the K-Club. Now, the K-Club hosted the Irish Open back in 2016, 2023 as well, just before I did this interview. And it's a great facility, great golf course, great amenities, lots of great things about the K-Club. Let's learn all about the brilliance of the K-Club with Paul Heary. Paul, welcome to Golf Talk Canada. Thank you so much. Great to be with you. Great to be with you too, my friend. So in your mind, what makes the K-Club such a great destination for people to come to? I guess we have a lot to offer. You know, a lot of people know the K-Club for our golf. And, and yes, we are famous for our golf after hosting the Ryder Cup in, in 2006 and the Irish Open in 16. And and now this week, uh, we have the Irish Open back again. However, we have a lot more to offer on the on the estate and whether that's fishing, archery, clay pigeon shooting, falconry um we have a wonderful leisure activities out there and and that's what a lot of people may not know us for and uh no we we enjoy sharing that because we've we have everything for for uh people to to have and have some fun on the estate and the k club is the only 36 hole arnold palmer designed destination in europe just saying those out loud you know how special it is but when you're there you're at the k club what makes that so special to be involved with arnold palmer oh look that's a legacy piece isn't it you know he's he's synonymous and it's actually his birthday is this sunday would you believe so and we have the uh the last day of the Irish Open is going to be on Sunday, so we could we could have a nice story there, uh, and we're excited about that. 
but yeah, to have to have two uh, two eighteen hole courses, it's wonderful, and it gives a lots of uh, variety and choice. And the two courses are different. You know, we we have the the Palmer North, which is synonymous for hosting the Ryder Cup, and it's a true parkland course. And and then we have the South Course, which uh, is you know de- designed on an inland links, so you you get a totally different contrast on both courses. Um, no, we're we're proud to have both. There you go. Now you mentioned the Horizon Irish Open going on. Uh, which golf course is that being played at? That's being played on Palmer North. Okay. And then are, are you using Palmer South at all for, you know, driving range, any sort of uh, hospitality, that sort of thing, or is it not being used at all? No, everything is facilitated here on North. Uh, there's plenty of space, plenty of room. And uh, we have our members, uh, both our members are able to play on South. Uh, so that's fully open and available to play at the moment. Oh, that's really, that's really cool. Now, obviously, you know, this is a huge event on the DP World Tour calendar. What's it like on your end hosting an event of this magnitude? What comes into it in terms of preparation? Oh, well, it has been in play for a year and a half to two years. Uh, and it's lovely to see the journey of the the planning meetings that go into these events and when you start the journey and then to see it today, we had the Pro-Am today, so it's just finishing as we speak here. Uh, and we're having a little mini heat wave in Ireland at that present. So it's 24, 25 degrees here. So everything is going in our favor and it's looking like the weekend is going to be wonderful weather. So we certainly didn't foresee that we were going to have weather in September like this. So it's it's pretty special at the moment to see to see it evolve, to see the magnitude, to see the players here. You know, Rory teed off this morning at eight o'clock, and you know we've Shane Lowry and Patrick Harrington and Luke Donald, who's the the, the captain of the the Ryder Cup. Um, you know we've we have a wonderful field out there, and they're all on the range as we speak and doing their their practice and uh no it's it's a little bit surreal if i'm being honest yeah no totally i i can see it in the excitement in your face just to have the top players yeah, in yeah. the world they're getting a chance to play the k club now rory mcelroy won the irish open back in 2016 i know you weren't at the k club personally yourself working there but what do you remember just watching rory back in 2016 how special especially that fairway medal was on that closing hole Ah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's his composure, isn't it? The way he just, his confidence, he, he just stands up with confidence. And I still remember his turn, you know, you can remember his, his, his follow through and his turn and standing, staring it down and, and then the crowd roars in at it. Um, That's, that's what I can, that's what I have in my, my head. And we have a plaque on the 18 fairway, so it's still there. And every time I go out and play, I, I still don't take on that shot because I know I'm going to lose my ball. <laughs> yeah, well, well, well. here in Canada, Rory McIlroy is now an unofficial Canadian because he's won the RBC Canadian Open twice and he's loved his experiences here. So we're all big Rory fans and we're, we're rooting for him this week at the Irish Open. Now, uh, getting back to the K Club, you know, you mentioned this a little, little earlier. It's not just golf. There's great accommodations, five-star resort as well. Tell us about that. Yeah, we've we've 130 bedrooms and uh, we have wonderful rooms and we, the house itself, the the the, the house, the the Stratton house that is it, it goes back to 1832, so it has wonderful history. It was owned by the Barton family. They were a French, uh, wine family that came from 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 
Bordeaux and France over, and this was their country country estate. And then they they returned back to uh, Bordeaux. And to this day, we go back to to Bordeaux and we we get our house wine from the Barton family. So uh, there's a great history in the house and it it goes back a long, long time. And as I said, 1832. And now it has evolved and and we have a hotel that has got bigger and bigger and it it runs along the Liffey and overlooks the Liffey. So it's beautiful. Um, And... uh, yeah, 130 bedrooms. So it's it's a fine property, um, and it has it has a lot to offer. Yeah, it certainly does have a lot to offer. Now, before we we sign off, uh, some fine dining too. You mentioned this a little earlier. Some other activities that some can do, not just golf. Yeah, yeah, and we we have a great food and beverage also. Just to mention, we have three distinctive different restaurants with different concepts on the property. Uh, we have the our Barton restaurant, which is in the hotel itself, so it's our signature restaurant. And that's where you, you know, you feel good about yourself and you dress up and you go for a beautiful experience. And and then we have the Palmer Clubhouse, which is kind of an all day restaurant with steak and seafood. And then over on the south side, we opened a new restaurant last year called South. And uh, that's completely different, complete contrast to what you would expect at the K Club. Uh, you know, we have a DJ in it on a Saturday night. We We have, you know, burgers and pizzas. And it's wonderful. And that's for the families because we, we want to be able to to be accessible and to make sure that when our families come, that they feel comfortable. And I have young kids as well. And, you know, I think when you have children, you, you need that restaurant that the parents feel comfortable in. So we, we have that on the estate as well. Well, the K Club has so much to offer. I can't wait to get make my way there at some point uh, very soon. Paul, thanks so much for your time today. Enjoy this week and we'll talk to you soon. Great. Thanks, Adam. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Awesome stuff there. Many thanks to Paul Heary for joining us on the show. And Vincent Norman went on to win the Irish Open back in September. Looking forward to seeing the Irish Open back at the K-Club, hopefully very soon. When GTC continues, we're going to learn all about one of the hidden gems of Ireland. It is Rossapena, and it's coming up next right here on our Golf Talk Canada Travel Special. This segment of GTC, presented by TaylorMade, was brought to you by Caddy Time, the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to add affordable, qualified caddies to any round. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada. Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Visit weathertech.ca. Welcome back inside Golf Talk Canada. Adam Scully here in studio. Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks are off today. This is part of our year in review series, taking a look back at 2023 from a number of different angles. So far during our year in review series, we've Heard all about the 2023 men's majors, where Mark, Bob, and I took a look back at the four men's major winners of 2023. Of course, John Rahm at the Masters. We saw Brooks Kepka at the PGA Championship. Wyndham Clark at the U.S. Open. Brian Harmon, too, at the Open Championship. And looking at it from an odds perspective, yes, Brian Harmon won the Open Championship starting the week with 120 to 1 odds on FanDuel, one of the more unlikely victories of the season. Hope you had a chance to 
take a listen to some of our year interview series thus far. If you haven't yet, they are available on anywhere you can find your favorite podcast. Now, our year in review series continues here, our travel special, taking a look at Ireland and one of the great courses in Ireland that perhaps many aren't as familiar with is Rasa Penna. I had a chance to head out that way back when I was there in 2019, looking forward to getting to Ireland again, hopefully at some point very soon. And as we get into in this interview, if you're planning a trip to go to the 2025 Open Championship, Rasa Penna should be a course that you should highlight if you're looking to make a whole trip out of going to this, playing some golf, seeing the Open Championship before or after you actually head to Royal Portrush, Rasa Penna, a course you should definitely consider. For much more on Rasa Penna, here is my conversation with Frank Casey. For much more on Rasa Penna, one of the hidden gems of Ireland. Now joining us is Frank Casey. Frank, welcome to Golf Talk Canada. Thank you. It's great to have you here. So Rasa Penna, home of three great courses, the old Tom Morris links, the Sandy Hill links, and most recently the new St. Patrick's links. We're going to talk about all three of them. Let's start with the old Tom Morris links back in 1893. There's some history here. Give us some background info on this great golf course. So uh, old Tom uh, was commissioned by Lord Leitrim, who owned Rossapena at the time to come across, and he was actually commissioned to build a course around his stately home which was actually in Carrigard, about three miles from here. Um, but when he came over, he was taken on a scenic drive down into the village of Downings in the townland of Rossapena. And it was when he came on the scenic drive that he seen all the sand dunes and he seen us, you know, seen all the land very close to the water. And he he told Lord Leitrim, you know, you know, this is where you should be building a golf course, not you know, so not that little bit further inland and and through the trees. So um, then, so he staked out the first uh, the first Ross Penna links in eighteen ninety one, and they opened in eighteen ninety three. Wow! So there's a ton of history with that golf course uh, on Ross Penna. Um, in terms of the golf itself, is it you know traditional links that sort of thing? It is, yeah. The old Tom Morris would be our most traditional of the three courses, where it's um, very much out and back. Um, you know, real ribbon of fairways alongside each other. Um, beautiful big link screens. Um, very high ball runs a mile. It's very hard and fast. Built on pure sand. Um, and plays right along the coast and then back in towards the golf pavilion here. So it's it's a very traditional links test of golf. So that was the old Tom back in 1893, of course. Now, more recently, we've seen a couple of new courses, the Sandy Hills and, and the new St. Patrick's. Let's start uh, with the new Sandy Hills. Um, 2003, what was some of the reasoning behind the second golf course? Uh, so it was really sort of, I suppose, the tiger tiger boom and, and the golf boom. There's a huge golf boom in Ireland here around the, you know, the late 90s and the early 2000s so uh we had we were lucky that we had the land as part of our portfolio so that was obviously the most expensive part was purchasing any additional land so we had that um and the sort of to the east of the old Tom Morris course so we used an Irish architect um who had been doing quite a lot in Ireland at the time Pat Ruddy um who also operates owns and operates his own golf course the European club um in County Wicklow 
Uh, and that course opened exactly 20 years ago, just past in June. So it opened in uh, June 2003. Uh, through the slightly higher dunes, through the, the more duny part of the property, obviously, uh, construction methods and and obviously machinery had moved on quite a lot since the 1890s. So, you know, going through that, you know, the the more difficult terrain was no, was no problem for uh, an architect and obviously the the shapers. So yeah, it differs from Old Tom in that it's um maybe a little bit more narrow in places because it's just the 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 dunes the way they they funnel uh through the property. Uh, the greens sit a little bit higher up than they do in Old Tomorrow's. Old Tomorrow's they all almost sit a grade at the same level as the fairway, whereas at Sandy Hills you start you play up quite a lot on some of the second shots. Um, but you get beautiful views because it's so much higher than Old Tom. You get beautiful views all over Old Tom out towards Sheephaven Bay and also across St Patrick's to the south end of the property towards Doe Castle and Arts Forest Park. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Oh, that sounds great and very beautiful, which is great to have the variety, too, between those two golf courses. So we've got the old Tom Morris. We've got Sandy Hills. And then most recently, just a couple of years ago, the St. Patrick's links. What can you tell us about that golf course? So, yeah, we uh, we opened St. Patrick's in June 21. So St. Patrick's was originally... Um, a pay and play facility with two golf courses that were both developed in the 80s and 90s. One was called the Marhamagorgan Links and the other was called the Tremor Links. They were owned and operated by the Walsh family in Carrigard, um, out of the Carrigard Hotel. So they were uh, played as a pay and play facility for around 10 years from the mid 90s to the mid 90s. So around 05, 06, the parcel of land of 320 acres was bought by a um, Dublin developer who then brought in Jack Nicholas to to redesign the entire 36 holes. That project, unfortunately, uh, fell by the wayside quite quickly mm. and uh, the banks took over took over the property. So uh, we purchased the property from the banks in November 2012 and then uh, entered discussions with Tom about doing a golf course, about doing a golf course on that site, you know, and then fast forward to 2018, we started to uh, mow it out. Uh, we mowed out the entire course. He'd made a number of site visits, finalized his routing. So we mowed it out in 2018. We actually built a couple of greens in June 2018. We built the 14th and 15th, which is actually in one of the most exposed areas of the golf course. So um, just worked out. Tom and his guys had a bit of time. We wanted to stabilize that area of the golf course. So we built two greens in 20, uh, 2018, and then we really started in earnest in July 19 and built all the greens first, July, August, September, seeded everything. Then through the winter of 1920, we started into tee boxes and bunkering and some of the fairway work. Then unfortunately, COVID hit us in March 20, which kind of stopped us in, the, in our tracks for, for a little bit of time, but we're quite lucky we were able to kind of keep going. We kind of Construction was almost deemed under golf course maintenance. So, you know, we were allowed to, you know, keep going. Uh, we didn't have all the staff here that we wanted. Some of the guys had to had to leave the country, but, you know, some of them were able to get back. And then, yeah, so fast forward, finished everything up through, uh, through the summer of 2020 and then opened in June 21. Wow. And obviously this newest course has been recognized in a big way. 
Uh, it was the highest new entry at 55th uh, in a recent golf magazine, top 100 in the world rankings for, of course, this new. What's it like to be recognized like this? All of this hard work that's put into a great golf course like this. Yeah, it's it was be beyond our wildest dreams to, you know, even to just scrape into that that ranking at somewhere between maybe 85 and 100 would have been, you know, a dream come true. But to go in as high as 55 was, you know, a real seal of approval by you know by the rating panel and and by the magazine and obviously everybody involved was extremely uh, extremely happy with with something as you know uh, to have it's, and so early because the conditioning of it in 2021 it was only just open you know it was still um you know you could still see some of the construction scars nothing was fully growing in it was you know it, it takes time to bed in an awful lot more time to bed in a links course than obviously you know a parkland or heathland so um yeah no it was a dream come true to to uh, to come in that high so we've described described three great golf courses and people might be thinking hey we, we need a place to stay and there's a great luxury hotel on site great amenities some dining as well what can you tell us about that that's right we're very lucky we um you know the golf the golf and the accommodation kind of go hand in hand with where we're we're located you know um we're two hours from Belfast, just over three hours from Dublin, but you know we're we're quite remote. Um, so like the hotel wouldn't work without the golf and vice versa. So we have a seventy bedroom hotel on site, um, with a number of Bayview suites with balconies overlooking the beach. It's uh, if you go onto our website, you'll see how close uh, the proximity to the to the beach. Um, so you get beautiful sea views from your bedrooms. Um beautiful restaurant overlooking that same beach and we have food options not just in the hotel but in the main golf pavilion which is the main golf hub serving lunch and dinner um so yeah it's 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 a it's a full full-on golf resort whenever you come here there's we have everything that anyone might need as well as a a full practice ground which is located just across from the uh the golf pavilion so full practice ground where everybody can you know do you know we have uh PGA pros who come with groups so you can do tuition you know, or just simply go and warm up before you play so you have everything that that anybody might need now before we go you mentioned groups coming through now of course the open was held at royal portrush back in 2019 it's heading back there in 2025 and that means there'll be a lot of groups planning a trip around going to the open and Rossapana will obviously be a, a big destination for people to check out whether it's before or after the open what did you guys learn from 2019 in terms of people coming through that you'll be able to apply this time around in 2025 yeah that was uh, obviously the first time we experienced that um july for us will be a, a very busy month anyway but you know with that added number of players and the and the and an awful lot of players were playing in a town called letter or staying in a town called letter kenny which is just 25 minutes south of rossapana so they were staying there and then going into port rush every day um or every second day and then then doing the other day where they would go golfing so the you know they were right beside us so yeah it's uh and now with the addition of st patrick's we hope to have people visiting rossapana on a on a multiple days and not just coming for one round but they'll come here two, two maybe three times and go to the golf two maybe three times uh, in the sort of a 10, 12 day period. But it was extremely busy in 2019 and around the open. It was, yeah, it was, a, you know, a great thing to see for our whole Northwest region to be able to, you know, feed off, you know, one of the, the biggest golfing championships in the world. 
Well, Ireland's one of my favorite spots in the world. I've had a chance to be on property at Rasapana. And for those watching, for those listening, I highly, highly, highly recommend you go check out Rasapana and their three great golf courses and facilities. Frank, thanks so much for your time today and all the best. No problem. Thank you, Adam. Really enjoyed my conversation with Frank Casey. Looking forward to getting to Ireland, hopefully in the immediate near future. When we come back here on GTC, we're going to learn all about Cobble Beach, which isn't too far from the Toronto area if you're looking to plan a little trip for early spring in 2024. This is our Golf Talk Canada Travel Special. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach, home to 80 great courses, 60 miles of sandy shores, endless dining and entertainment. Visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com to start planning your golf trip today. Welcome back inside GTC. I'm Adam Scully. This is part of our Year in Review series today. It's our GTC Travel Special. We've already learned about Cabot. We've taken a look at two great golf courses in Ireland. But how about a course and a great facility much closer to home here in the GTA? And that is Cobble Beach. For much more, here's Mark Zacchino with Warren Thomas from Cobble Beach. All right, Warren, thanks so much. Uh, love being here. Been too long. Uh, been threatening coming up all year. I'm finally here. Before we get into what's happening on the property, because I noticed a ton of changes, because it has been five years or so, it's been a busy time for you. Junior Invitational. Uh, you had your own uh, captain's event. It was a Ryder Cup event. Tell us a little bit about the action around the cl club recently. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Thanks for coming up, Mark. Um, looking forward to getting out there today. Uh, but we've got lots of members here now. And as you can see by the development, we've got lots going on. We had the Captain's Cup yesterday where the, you know, the, the 20 winners are eating steak and wine and having wine. And then the loser eating the beans and stuff like that. So lots of fun stuff. We've got the Junior Invitational just finished up that was... Uh, uh, almost doubled the amount of uh, players from uh, last year. Uh, great sponsor, Grey Bruce uh, Junior Golf and, and uh, Dunn's Electric. So just just super having those juniors. Actually, in the junior event, we had a hole in one. One of the kids made it made a hole in one and made an ace, and and just so so great seeing the smiles on their face. Uh, the environment here has always been great. It's always been fun. The people are super laid back. It starts with you uh, and your staff and the staff throughout the club. Just a greeting I got this morning at the desk. Everybody's so nice and the environment's great. But the one thing I did notice when I was here five years ago, there was a charming little housing community. And now there is a charming large housing community and it's growing. How many houses do you think have been added since I was here five years ago and what do you have coming? Yeah, five years ago, there was probably 30 or 40 on the property, and now we're, we're well over 200. We have our third phase starting uh, this fall, and uh, it's just great uh, with all the new members uh, coming in uh, from Toronto and different areas. And, and when they get here, like you said, Mark, they're just, they love the area, uh, they love the outdoors, and uh, being able to walk and bike and, and just that, all that outdoorsy stuff. Everyone just, just loves waking up in the morning and, and seeing the bay right here. Okay, the kids are going back to school. 
All right. Uh, but September has slowly turned into one of the best golf months in Ontario. I remember like when you and I were kids, September was kind of almost the end of the golf season. You and I are around the same age. It seems like our season shifted. It, it's like it, it starts later, but it ends later. And September is absolutely one of the best months for golf in the province. You got a lot going on here. It's a perfect time to visit. Yeah, I agree, Mark. It seems like May is kind of the, the crummier month now, whereas uh, we're great uh, later in September, and especially October, just fantastic. But uh, lots going on. we got Stay and Play coming up that we'll talk about here. But uh, we have the Concours d'Elegance uh, on the 17th of September. Uh, it's similar to the Pebble Beach hosted every year, uh, and we it, this is the Canadian version. So uh, if you're looking, uh, it's on the 17th, but lots going on the 16th. Get online at cobblebeach.com, check that out, and, and just so many people come up that day and, and we have all the it's not just any car show it's uh, it, it's quite something yeah so is it it's more a classic car type like what get, walk us through some of the activities and what the property might look like on a day like that well, there's definitely no golf on the Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> but uh, uh, we have absolutely, we have all the Duesenbergs and all the, the 20, 30, 40 different cars back in, in that century kind of thing. But we also have supercars, which, you, you know, I kind of like seeing the, the Lambos and, and different, uh, different vehicles. So there's all kinds of different stuff going on. Uh, they have, uh, but just go to the website, check it out, and uh, lots of stuff going on that weekend. Yeah, that's the only way you and I move fast at this age. Just if it's in a Lambo or something like that, <laughs> we ain't doing it with the help of, without the help of an engine. Uh, before we get to stay and play, uh, you have a, a Twilight still going for the for the uh, fall season. Yeah, we've had that uh, going, but you know it's going right now. So the rest of the season. Uh, you know, after two thirty, cart range uh, and the eighteen holes. It's one twenty nine. Come on up. It's it's uh, usually lots of availability, and it's fantastic. You just want to come up and play nine holes. It's seventy nine after four with uh, four thirty with the cart. So that's a good opportunity there too. Okay, stay and play. That's what I'm doing. I've come up for stay and play. I'm going to play eighteen holes this afternoon. I'm going to have dinner. Uh, and then play again tomorrow uh, before we're going to run this show, uh, run this interview Wednesday morning for Golf Talk Canada Radio. I'll be on location for that and then going to try to play in the afternoon again. It's been a couple of years since I played the golf course. Always loved it. Miraculously always in good shape too. I don't know how you do it. I mean, the, uh, you know, the climate up here can get harsh in the spring and the fall, yet you open ready to go, it seems, every year. Um, before, actually, before I stay and play how do you do it with the with the the the, the climate the greens are always perfect uh, that's a good question mark actually ben and his team out there do a great job uh, they work hard uh, doing all kinds of different things but the velvet bent that we have on our greens uh, uh, they have a similar strain, I think, at Eagle's Nest and Paintbrush, but uh, it's a, it's a grass that uh, is made for this weather. So when we get the harsh weather up here, we open with great greens. And I've played in some events across Ontario the last few weeks, month or whatever, and I'll put us up to anybody. Uh, when they get up on men's night and they get up to 11, 11 and a half, it's just, uh, they're just beautiful. So Velvet Bed, I always thought that it was fescue straight through. So is it fescue? tee to green through and then and then uh velvet bent when you get to the green or was I, am i off base with the fescue yeah there is a little bit of fescue out there and on the greens it's a velvet bent with some fescue 
uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, throughout the fairways, I would bring in my superintendent to talk that. Okay, to, all right. That lingo. Maybe you'll see him out there and you can touch on that. All right, I, I'm just, it's miraculous to me that they roll perfect all year long. And uh, hey, technology, it's more than just uh, in golf clubs these days, right? It's in the seeds and it's how you take care of everything. Okay, uh, September's a great month. Uh, you, I, you, know, you and I are together on social media and I saw you post a little something. I went, hmm, I got to ask you about this. So uh, what's the big special? Uh, why September for Cobble Beach? Yeah, it's just great getting some people up here late in the year. And, and, and basically, we have a, a, a three-day unlimited golf where you can stay here two nights and have a couple of breakfasts uh, starting the end of September and October. It's four ninety nine Sunday to Thursday. And Friday, Saturday, it's five ninety nine. But, you know, give us a ring in the golf shop. Ask for Warren or email me at warrenthomas at cobblebeach.com. Love to hook you up. And we'll even uh, continue this right up until May 30th next year. So if you can't get out, get on board this year. Get your trip booked for next year. It's a great spot to come up with the guys. And you don't have to drive anywhere like Mark likes to mm-hmm. get a good space. <laughs> and and have, a, have a glass of wine. And, and it's just a great property to overlook the bay. Every hole you can see Georgian Bay. And like Mark said, it's always in great shape uh, right up to the end. We're not doing any any drilling of the air rating or any of that stuff. So uh, come on up and see us. And uh, September's been great. Thanks, Warren. I can't wait to get out there. Unlimited golf package uh, going right through the end of this uh, year and then into next spring. So uh, jump on it. Cobblebeach.com is the place to go. Call the pro shop. Ask for Warren. Take advantage of it. Uh, looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Mark. Have a great day. Can't wait to get to Cobble Beach. Well, hopefully you've enjoyed these interviews today, our Golf Talk Canada travel special. And throughout 2024, we'll have much more interviews on great golf destinations, both here in the GTA, the U.S., and around the world. Well, for us here on GTC, our year in review series will continue for a couple of weeks, and we're back live Monday, February 5th, for our premiere of Season 14 of Golf Talk Canada Radio. And of course, that week too, we'll get back to the schedule that you were accustomed to last season. Two hours Monday, 10 a.m. to noon, TSN 1050. Two hours Wednesday, 10 a.m. TSN 1050 as well. And you might be wondering too, how about our television schedule? Well, that is going to get underway in early March. Season 10 of Golf Talk Canada Television will kick things off with our tailor-made product special, as we always do. And then after that, we'll be on every week, starting Tuesday evenings in prime time on TSN Television. Then throughout the day on Wednesday on TSN TV. So many exciting things coming for us from Golf Talk Canada in 2024. Of course, too, the return of 20 weeks of TaylorMade. One of the favorite things that I love doing. Giving away some great TaylorMade product. We'll do it again throughout the year in 2024. Well, thanks so much for joining us here on Golf Talk Canada this morning. And remember, the first good decision for the golf course It always starts in the closet. This segment of GTC presented by TaylorMade was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach, the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour One of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. 
And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network.